0: And welcome to Mind Your Cues podcast. I'm Victoria. Uh, we're in the LC Valley, and we have this awesome individual who reached out to me today. And she is from Portland, right? Like yeah, here that's where originally, and yep. then Portland. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, she and a mutual friend of ours organized a fundraiser to bring Transactive to the Valley, and raised
1: over two thousand dollars now, which is so exciting. It was great. I was that was such a fun surprise to wake up to that.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was, I would checked it the other day, and just whole surprise and yeah made me feel all happy. Um, and that is on April thirteenth mm-hmm. at the YWCA. Yes, Correct. cool at two o'clock. Oh, perfect. So Ruthie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks um, for having me. I I'm so happy. Um, would you like to tell us about your relationship to the LGBTQ community?
1: Yeah, sure. So I um, and a mom. I'm a mom to six kids. Um, that's a my, full-time job. It is, it is more than a full-time <laughs> job, bet. yes. Um, my nine-year-old is transgender, and he came out um, publicly, socially, when he was um, about seven, I think. Oh, cool. Six and a half, seven. Um, and then I have a seven-year-old who is non-binary.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. that's what, what is it like being a mom and like learning those things along with your kids? Um, it's...
1: I, There are times when I wish that I would have known... Of course, I wish I would have known a lot of things beforehand. Right. (laughs) So um, I'm learning right along with them. (laughs) Um, I wish I was able to just, you know, make everything nice and perfect and great before, um, before having to have any hard times, you know, right. Uh, experience any of those hard times before they happen, but that's part of, part of life. And, um, kind of that growing aspect. Yeah. But I'm learning right along with them. It's, it's tough, but, um, but it's good. Cool. Um,
0: so you did live in Lewiston.
1: I did. I was born and raised in Lewiston.
0: What are some differences between
1: here and Portland? (laughs) There are a lot. Um, let's see. Well, the first one I think is just, size just oh know. yeah um portland is much bigger than the lc valley um and with that comes you know lots of um, things to do that aren't available here in the valley um different restaurants and museums right. and um, lots of concerts and um i've been to a lot of author book signings mm-hmm. and things like that um, so the opportunities there and then as far as the people um portland isn't a very uh diverse place as far as um okay
0: i don't think i would have expected that yeah it's a really white city
1: (laughs) all
0: (laughs) right um coming from the valley Mm -hmm.
1: it feels very diverse (laughs) right um i think we ranked one of the lowest diverse cities oh had to have right (laughs) right had to have um so my family is being exposed to a lot of different people Mm -hmm. um different religions different um cultures different backgrounds um they're, the LGBTQ community is also much larger. Sweet. Um, and that is fun for us, um, not having that in the Valley. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for my kids to um, be a part of something mm-hmm. that they feel is their community. Right. You know, Kind of meet like people. Yeah. And, and they, um, they feel like they really belong. That's so awesome. It's great. Was that like kind of a determining factor in moving? Absolutely. Was the the LGBT community? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. That was, um, we decided that it wouldn't be fair to my son, to our son, um, or my other kids, um, if we were to stay in the Valley, Mm -hmm. just there, you know, the Valley is very, um, straight white Republican and, um, to have a transgender child, um, grow up in the valley, I think would be a really difficult, hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't want him to be the token trans kid, um, right? I didn't want my other children to have to spend their whole lives um, explaining and sticking up for, and you know, they would do that anyway, but um, right. I didn't want that to be their job, yeah. So, um, definitely the LGBT com- community in Portland is what said, Yeah, we gotta go. Nice. Um,
0: is there anything you miss about Lewiston? Yeah, I miss
1: a lot about Lewiston. Um, it's beautiful here, the river, the mountains, everything, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I miss that. I miss, you know, just going up river and spending the day. And, oh, it's so nice to be back. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really is. And, um, I miss the people. We have a lot of good friends here and family. And so, yeah, I miss a lot about it, but, but we're, we're happy with our move yeah. and, um, we're lucky that we get to come and visit. So that's that's awesome.
0: Did your little ones come out before you moved to Portland?
1: Um, so my son, um, Luke, who's nine, mm-hmm. he came out before we moved. Um, Charlotte, who is seven, she, um, not she, they. I'm still getting used to it. There you right. go. <laughs> um, their pronouns, are they and them. Um, they came out, um, it's just been the last couple months. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... So it's as you could see, it's hard for me to, um, right. it's a hard adjustment, but um, but it's yeah. something you have to practice. Uh, totally, too, right, absolutely, yeah. So,
0: um, when Luke came out, did you guys face anything that was really rough because you lived here, like finding a doctor
1: or like friends yeah. and family
0: kind of things?
1: Um, medically, um, no, he so medically with him being transgender, mm-hmm. um. And being so young, there's, there's nothing medically that needs to be be done, um, psychologically, like there, so in order to, um, transition, um, to be on hormone blockers and Mm -hmm. then, um, testosterone, uh, a child is required to go through mental health screening right. just to make sure. You know, just mm-hmm. it's I, like two years. Really, everyone something. should go through uh, therapy. Oh, yeah, mental health screening. But absolutely, <laughs> it should be a lot more common. Than it, it really is. should. Like, I have a counselor, and and I need her. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, so we we weren't quite at that stage yet mm-hmm. um, when we lived here. So that wasn't something that um that was that difficult even had to, or, you difficult know, or yeah. Uh, but we had a lot of pushback from people, um, especially from people we weren't expecting. Oh. And that was rough. Um, there were some kids at school who weren't allowed to play with them anymore. Um, we had friends who um, didn't come over anymore, didn't come to birthday parties or family get-togethers. Right. Or, so that was rough. And um, I that would have happened wherever we were. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's easy for me too. It's still really disheartening. It is. It's, you know? yeah, it's hard. It's, um, a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of tears. Yeah. Um, my kids of course didn't understand it. So, so that was hard even right. explaining to them, you know, there are some people who feel like this isn't right. There are some people who feel like this is going against God. Um, mm-hmm. so ed religion was a big thing too. So. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, I've, we
0: have like one church in town that really pushes to be like open and accepting of everybody, but that's mm-hmm. that's one of like forty that right. we have in town. You Which know? church is it? Uh, Shekinah? I think it, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. I say it wrong every time. But they've been at like celebrate love and all okay. of that. So I that's how that. I know about yeah. them. Yeah. I guess I, I don't. I don't really understand that thinking. Like this is against God, it, mm, right? We
1: didn't either. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. You had to go through that. Yeah. Thank you. It was, um, we, we did it (laughs) powered through. Yep. We did it. (laughs) You're
0: a really big ally and advocate for your kids. What does it take to be a good ally? Like, do you have any recommendations for people or like ways that they can be better allies?
1: Yeah. Um, I think just common sense Mm -hmm. stuff, like, um, not laughing at jokes that you know are inappropriate. Right. Um, not telling jokes that are inappropriate. Um, sticking up for people, even it doesn't have to be in person. It, online, you know, right. simple yeah. um, comments um, against harassment. You know, mm-hmm. um, learning all you can about about whatever it is you're wanting to be an advocate or ally for, mm-hmm. um, so that you know, you know, you can you can help um, educate. Um, I think that's important too. And just being, letting people know that you're there for them, Mm -hmm. I think is just one of the biggest, like, I love you for who you are. Um, I love you because of this and this and this and this and this, and I'll be, I'll stand by you regardless of just letting your
0: friends know that you you care
1: and you're there for them. Mm
0: -hmm. That's perfect. Um, So let's talk about TransActive. Yeah, let's. Why did you choose TransActive?
1: So I was um, pointed in that direction when we moved to Portland by some friends um, and I had attended um, uh, it was kind of a, a mom group, a special guest thing where transactive mm-hmm. came and spoke and Jen who um, who is the, the director I think she is, um, does an amazing job of connecting with the audience and um, it's you know it's a, it's a lot of difficult information to um, to swallow. And especially, um, I think in a place like Lewiston, Clarkston that, um, that has never had anything like this before. Um, I, so I knew that I knew that I wanted to use TransActive in my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, so I actually pulled it up on my phone so I would um, have it here. So the philosophy is um, we believe gender expansive and transgender children, adolescents, and teens have an innate right to receive uncompromising affirmation of their self-identity and that caregivers, families, and allies deserve to receive the support they need to continue doing what they do best, raising, nurturing, and loving the children in their lives. That's so I think awesome. that encompasses everything that I want. Right. <laughs> and um, And I... I get asked a lot, like, why Why do you care you're not there anymore? Why do you care? Um, it's because I know how good the Valley can be, and I know mm-hmm. how good the people are, and I think that when you know better, you do better, and I, and I want my right. hometown to be the very best it can be. I feel like a lot of people just need the opportunity to learn. Absolutely.
0: Like, we I definitely agree. have pushback. Like, that's there, yes. too. But... Not it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Right, you um, know, like I, I received a couple of crappy comments, but that was it.
1: Yeah, and I'm actually really surprised that there weren't more right awful it's, comments. It's so it, yeah, it was <laughs> great, and um, the number of people who donated to the GoFundMe for it, mm-hmm. um, you know, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever they could give, mm-hmm. that that touched me. Oh, I, I was so right. that was so great. Um, I can't remember how many donors there are. I need to look back and see, but it is a good number. Sweet. So pat yourselves on the backs. That's. Listen's doing a good job. Yeah, for <laughs> real. It was, it was great.
0: That's awesome. It's funny. Cause I actually have, uh, the little mission statement that you put on the oh. the description too. Um, TransActive's mission to provide a holistic range of services and expertise to empower transgender and gender diverse children, youth, and their families. And I wrote I wrote all that down too. Nice. It was, we're doing a great job. Perfect. <laughs> Have you been to like a TransActive presentation? Like what was your first
1: experience? Um, so probably it would be um, the spring or maybe it was the summer after Luke came out, Mm -hmm. um, we attended a gender diversity um, kind of a conference type thing um, based out of Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, So Seattle Children's Hospital has a group that meets there monthly um, for transgender children and their families. Mm -hmm. And that group put on this um, conference lecture. And um, TransActive, I believe presented there and if transactive didn't i know that it was a group very similar mm-hmm. um and from basic information like transgender 101 what does this mean what is non is non binary mean mm-hmm. you know all these terms that are so foreign to so many people um so they go from just explaining those simple things to doing more in depth training on um state laws federal laws and how um mm-hmm. employers and schools can be compliant mm-hmm. um and I, I love it. That's awesome, and that's kind of what this
0: one's about, right? For mm-hmm. educators and employers.
1: Yeah. So it was um, first. My my goal was to um, bring somebody to the valley who could kind of train all the teachers here, mm-hmm. or what teachers decided to attend. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> Hopefully, we have a good turn.
1: Oh, I'm. I feel I'm like so we're gonna hoping. have a pretty good turn. I hope we do. Um, but then I thought. Um, You know, teachers, of course, will benefit from this, but so will employers. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things um, in the workplace that um, mirror, you know, school um, environments and even simple things like bathrooms, (laughs) you know, that issue alone. Um, It's not a bad place for employers to learn more about how they can make their space inclusive. Um, So I'm hoping that we'll get a really good mix of um, parents, teachers, employers, um, allies, as well as members of the LGBTQ community.
0: Yeah, I would be. I, I'm going to be there. Like, it's on good. my calendar. It's marked off so that I can take notes and good. be there for the whole thing. So. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, so moving back to a little bit more of your personal experiences, I just wanted to get the the transactive stuff in the front so people Thank you for sure listen to that. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So a lot of misconceptions include, like, how do kids even know that they're trans? Yeah. And and stuff like that. For you and Luke, what were like the first signs of him being trans?
1: Yeah. So he um he had, okay, when he was born, he had all this crazy hair and yeah. it never fell out. And so he always had super long hair that I just did not want to cut. Mm-hmm. I was that, you know, I was that typical. <laughs> no, your hair is so beautiful. Why would you want to cut it? I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Um, I, know a lot, I know a lot of parents. That do oh, that. I know. But it's just so <laughs> cringy, you know? Um, but eventually he got me to allow him to cut his hair. Um, so we cut his hair and and that was the first time I think I have ever seen, that was the first time he genuinely felt really happy and mm-hmm. pleased with how he looked. And this was just a short haircut. It wasn't even a quote-unquote boy cut right. yet. It was just short hair. Um, he was a tomboy, mm-hmm. uh, always had boy pals Um did have girl pals also, but, um, tended to want to join the boys and what they were playing with at school. Um, he started out saying, um, Oh, I I want, I want to be a boy. I wish I was a boy. And I think that a lot of kids do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I know, I've been through times, oh, I wish I wasn't a girl, you know? Right. <laughs> I wish I, I was a boy.
0: I did the the little sister thing because I'm, like, the middle child. Oh, uh uh-huh. And I just, like, followed my older brother Aww. everywhere. I was like, I wish I was a boy. It was yes. just mainly to hang out with him more. Yeah, and, like, right. Take on that tomboyish feature. Totally,
1: and I remember saying that, too. And so um, I didn't really think much of it. I was, yeah, you're a mm-hmm. tomboy. Um, but then that kind of gradually grew into, no, I... I think that I really want to be a boy to eventually I am a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time he was saying he felt confident enough to say that, um, Danny, my husband and I kind of knew. we, yeah. we kind of had that intuition we knew, and we were we were well prepared. Um, we I mean, of course he knew before anyone else, but we before he came out, we knew for sure. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a surprise to us. it didn't catch us off guard. Um, you kind of mentally prepared Absolutely. for everything. Yep. Cool. Was there like, like what kind of mental preparation went into that? Um, well, we knew that he was going to want to change his name. Mm-hmm. Um, his birth name is Alice. Okay. And, um, so we knew that, uh, that's a pretty feminine name. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. Like Alice Cooper. I mean, there's some guys, but right. it's, but not, it's not traditional. If you didn't know who Alice Cooper was. Exactly. And he didn't. So he didn't give a rip, you know? <laughs> right. Um, but we uh, we knew that there was going to be a name change, and so um, one thing we did was we uh, gave him a list of names that we had thought of for a boy. Had oh, he that's been, adorable. Had his um, assigned sex at birth been boy, right? Um, and so from that list, he chose Lucian, and so Luke. That's a dope so name. yeah, so we <laughs> were. Um, so that was one way that Danny and I together prepared. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to present this? Um, also, we it's really hard. I wanted to make sure. And that's, Mm -hmm. it's so silly to say out loud now. Um, I remember just not wanting to make any mistakes. You know, I, I don't want him to feel like he has to do X, Y, or Z, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that this is his life and, um, whatever happens, happens. Um, I was afraid that I was too, um, concrete in some things. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to know that, um, that he is free to be whoever he is. And if that's transgender, I love and accept you. If it's not transgender, that's okay. If you decide in a couple of years that, wait, this isn't what I was feeling, then it was okay that he wasn't stuck. Um, Mm -hmm. so we had to really think, okay, how are we going to, um, have these different conversations with him? Um, so we, and we had a lot of conversations like what makes you feel this way? Um, what is it that you want? What do you want to change? Mm -hmm. What? So, um, We were we were well prepared. We did a lot of um talking, just the two of us. Good Um, job. So uh, (laughs) seriously. Yeah, and we did a lot of reading. There are a lot of really great books out there. So we um I, you know, ordered everything off Amazon. Amazon Prime gets there really quick. Right. (laughs) Um, Two day shipping. Exactly. So we had um a pretty steady stream of material coming through the house. Um what books stuck out to you? Um, there is a children's book called um, Who Are You? Mm-hmm. And it comes with a gender wheel. And Ooh. so the wheel, you set it, um, the middle ring says, when I was born, doctors thought I was. Mm-hmm. And then you set it to what doctor, you know, what you're assigned sex at birth. So for me, it would be female. Um, In my heart, I feel I am. And then you set it to what, what it yeah. is female or male. Um, or there's also other options. Um, neither, both. Um, that's it's, so cool. Yeah. And so together with all of our kids, we did the gender, we did the gender wheel. Mm-hmm. So, um, it wasn't just Luke going through this alone. Um, all of his siblings, you know, learned nice. about it at the same time.
0: Kind of like a together lesson. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. That's really neat. So
1: it was, um, so that was the best book I think that we got was, um, Who You Are. And um, I'll have to find it and link it in the, yeah, know, the description. Yeah, do. It's a, it's a really great book. Um, I Am Jazz. Um, the story yes, of Yes, I've heard about it. I still have to buy it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and one thing that I'm hoping to do um, with some of the funds that were raised is mm-hmm. buy some um, some children's books um, with transgender characters or about um, LGBTQ issues mm-hmm. that uh, are really centered or um, really targeted towards children um, and have them as door prices. So, um, teachers who want these in the classrooms can put, you know, tickets in whatever books they want and then hopefully go home with some. And hopefully, I mean, it would be so wonderful if everyone there who wanted material could go home with something. Mm -hmm. That of course is my goal. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, but there's also, um, the history of LGBTQ, um, Transgender 101, I think was the name of one of the books. And those were more for parents, Mm -hmm. um. And then there are also quite a few novels um, where the main character is a transgender or non-binary child. Mm-hmm. And um, one that I really loved was This Is How It Always Was. Okay. And it's it's just a beautiful novel written by a woman um, based on her own life experience. So oh. that's a, one I would highly recommend. Nice. Yeah.
0: So I know you're not quite there yet, but a huge... Like, one of the things that I see online a lot, and I tend to play devil's advocate in these, because I like getting mm-hmm. real answers from people in these positions, um, is, well, what if he does change his mind in the future?
1: Right. You know? And that has always been um, something that I think about, because, mm-hmm. like I said before, I want him to know that um, that whoever he is is exactly who we love, you know? Right. Um, that we don't love him because he's trans. So we don't love him because, you know, we don't love our other children because they're cisgender. Mm -hmm. Um, That there are always options to who you are and who you grow to be. And that those are always open, you know, it's well, and
0: gender is always changing. and Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, if he goes like, let's say he's on puberty blockers and after a while um, he decides that, no, he, you know, he wants to go through puberty as a girl. Mm -hmm. Um, for example, we would support that. Absolutely. Um, or other way around, if he decides to, um, go on testosterone, we'll support that. So
0: awesome. Um, one of the things I've seen online a lot too, is that puberty blockers are harmful and like irreversible and whatever else they can come up with.
1: Yes. So what I have learned, um, we have a great doctor in Mm. Portland, um, and he really took the time to explain everything to us. Um, so to put a child on hormone blockers or puberty blockers, Mm -hmm. um, all it's doing is delaying puberty from happening. So if we were, if he was, um, let's say 18 and we took him off the puberty blockers Mm -hmm. and there were no other hormones, um, going on, he would go through puberty Mm -hmm. um, of his assigned sex at birth. Um, So it's not putting anything in his body. It's not, it's not putting him at risk for anything. Not at all. No.
0: Well, going through puberty that late too, isn't really at risk because there's people that normally go through puberty at 16, 17, Mm -hmm. 18. Absolutely. Like that's not abnormal. Some people go through it at nine years old. Some people go through it at 19. Exactly.
1: And, um, Puberty blockers are also used for um, for kids who go into go through puberty prematurely.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm.
1: so it's used not just by the transgender community; they're useful for
0: anyone that needs them.
1: Yeah, right. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Oh goodness, what was it like finding a
1: doctor in Portland?
0: Um, was it like first try? You guys like got it solid? Kind of. Yeah, we were nice. super lucky. Um,
1: I knew which hospital. Um, we wanted to go to Dornbecker is the hospital that we go to. Okay. Um, and they have, a, a gender clinic there and the doctor that we found is amazing. He's, um, he's compassionate, empathetic, he's incredibly smart, mm-hmm. um, and willing to talk us through everything. And I knew after our first consult that, yeah, this was the good, this was the right choice. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, did you put any like preemptive
1: research into it? Yeah, I did some Google. Yeah, um, yeah Google I, helps sometimes. It, it totally does. Um, we were actually prepared to maybe um, even travel to LA mm-hmm. um, because there are even more resources there than in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so we were prepared to possibly do that. But once we found the gender clinic in Portland, um, it kind felt, of sold it. Yeah, it felt safe and good. And that's cool. yeah, well, wow, that's
0: awesome. Like, congrats on that. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> That's something that's, like, really difficult a lot of the time. Though. It is.
1: Yeah. And you want to make sure you're making the right choice. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a mom, as a parent, you're always worried that you're making the wrong decisions for your kids. And, you know, right. so just All, all feeling, that second guessing. Absolutely. And so just feeling confident in this huge part of Luke's life mm-hmm. is, is huge. Because this is the doctor he'll see for many, many years.
0: I don't know if this is a weird question to ask. And feel free to not. Yeah, no. But, like... Me. What is home life for you guys? Is it because I feel like most people, not most people, most people that don't know, mm-hmm. um, are going to think that your every single day is being like an advocate, <laughs> right? And like preaching to people or like putting your kid on a pedestal or you know, right. thing, like, things like that. But I, I highly
1: doubt that's how yeah, it is, <laughs> exactly. It is not. And I actually, it's funny you asked that because, um, I I'm off Instagram now because, you know, sometimes you just need to take a break from things. Right. (laughs) I recently did that as well. I realized it had been two weeks since I like posted anything. Yep. Um, I had to put up a disclaimer after it was, um, I had posted something about trans day of visibility maybe, Mm -hmm. or um, I'm not sure what it was, but um, of a picture of Luke. And then I had to say, but remember, like, I know that all my um, followers or friends um, see Luke as an advocate here on my, um, Instagram page, but, but that's not all he is. <laughs> right. Um, he's still his own kid. And he's, as, he's Yes, a kid. absolutely. And so the issue of him being transgender, transgender really rarely comes up at home. Mm-hmm. Um, ever really, unless we're preparing for something like, um, mm-hmm. you know, before pride month. You Know that's always a, a fun time to go and you know, right buy the rainbow stuff, the pink yes. and blue and white stuff, and um, unless there's something like that that we're getting ready for, um, it's it's a non issue. It's mm-hmm. he's a kid, he's a boy, and um, and yeah, so it's day to day life is just what every other families' day-to-day life is and with six kids it's really busy <laughs> and really loud a little hectic yeah and, and he can be naughty and right know, so there's still time gets out, in trouble privileges taken away <laughs> yeah so it's uh um, it's very very normal boring and normal <laughs> <laughs> a, a little hectic and <laughs> yeah to, like sprinkled in <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> um is it any different for charlotte
1: charlotte um they have started wearing a pin that have their pronouns Nice. It. I was going to comment I, on your yep. she, her pin. I love that. I that have my pin awesome. that I wear, too. Pronouns matter. Remember that, everyone. The pronouns do matter. <laughs> Put it in your, um, like, Twitter bio,
0: your Instagram bio. I have it on yep. my Twitter one. I don't oh, know do if you? I have it. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't know if I have it on my Instagram, though.
1: Yeah. And um, so for Charlotte, um, it's been really, like I said before, she's, she, see? Mm-hmm. I keep doing that. They um, are so new to, um, to, to, to what they're feeling, Mm -hmm. that, um, that it's all very exciting still, you know, it's new and exciting. And, um, so they have had to, um, they've had a, a fun time, you know, um, correcting siblings and, (laughs) you know, Papa and Lala and me and Danny. Um, but, um, they have decided, you know, no more dresses, Mm -hmm. so they don't want to wear dresses anymore. Um. No skirts, nothing too girly, but nothing too boyish, too. you know, just right. very neutral. Kind of um, that middle of the road. Uh-huh. Um, they decided to keep a short haircut, mm-hmm. a quote-unquote boy haircut, um, So, which is adorable. <laughs> Whoever it's on, it's so cute. A little pixie cut. Um, oh, I love those haircuts. <laughs> yeah. And especially on little, little ones, though. They're mm-hmm. so cute. Um, so that has really been the only... And like I said, it's only been a couple months, and so things are still new. And right,
0: I can imagine um, the pro the pronoun game at home gets a little fun. Oh my gosh, a little uh, eye rolly sometimes. Yes,
1: and my little ones. Um, so I have a four year old, mm-hmm. and um, my four year old Francesca is starting to understand pronouns and what they mean. Oh, cool. And um, so if you ask her her pronouns, she'll tell you her she um, she wonders a lot. Uh, is that person transgender? Is that person transgender? Just randomly. I don't know, Francesca. I don't know. Um, but, um,
0: we don't necessarily ask those questions. <laughs> exactly.
1: and It doesn't matter. Just go about your hopscotch or whatever. Um, but it's, um, it's been really amazing to watch my other kids. Um, this is all so natural for them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so, I feel really lucky that it's also natural for them. Mm-hmm. And that, um, issues of gender just aren't issues at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the way life is. And I feel really lucky.
0: That's awesome. And I imagine it's like, because I know I grew up pretty lucky because like my mom's very yeah. open and accepting and everything. And I can't imagine not growing up that way. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people don't like luck out in that way. So I think your mm-hmm. kids are
1: really lucky too to have you. Oh, thank you. As an advocate and an ally. Thank you. I, I hope that that we're... Teaching them all those things. I grew up the same way you did with mm-hmm. really accepting parents and parents who um, taught us not to judge um, and to be kind and generous. And so it's just, you know, just helping it overflow <laughs> the other, yeah, right. <laughs> other generation.
0: Pass it on, open it up a little bit more. Exactly. That's cool. Is there anything in particular you
1: would like to talk about? That the pronouns do matter. And, um, <laughs> It's something that I think cisgender people really take for granted, the fact that um, you can walk down the street and usually you pass for the gender you, right. you are. <laughs> um, there are a lot of uh, transgender children, um, transgender adults, who that's not the case for. Yeah. Um, so to, to, to have their pronouns be used correctly is a huge, you know, that's control and Um, Right. It's kind of the euphoria and euphoria feeling. Yeah. And, um, it's really important to, to be identified exactly how you feel and Mm -hmm. who you really are. And it's important that, um, that, that everybody is respectful of that, even children. Um, that's one thing with Charlotte, um, that I have to remember every time I say she or her, I have to remember, no, like this is, this is her, you know, this is, this is Charlotte's. Mm -hmm. This is, this is their thing. Right. Um, I need to respect them. And here is one way I can show my respect. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's something so small, but something that means a lot to a lot of people.
0: And it really is such a small thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not hard for me as a cisgender person to practice and to try and remember my friends' pronouns. Mm-hmm. It's really not that difficult. Like, you remember somebody's name, right?
1: Right, yeah. Like, Pair their pronouns along with it. Right. Exactly. And um, I have found a lot more um, in meetings and, mm-hmm. like, even in school meetings or on emails that I get, people are starting to um, introduce themselves with their pronouns. Nice. And I love that. It's just mainstream. Oh, I should put that in my
0: sign on my email. Yeah, That's a great idea. Yeah, for
1: sure. And it's um, it opens... Opens up the conversation. It um it's respectful. Mm-hmm. It's I I like it. I wish that more people did that. But um like I said, it's I see it becoming a little bit more mainstream. That's awesome. I definitely do think cisgender individuals take
0: for granted the fact that they are passing. Absolutely. You know, like I have friends that struggle with that all mm-hmm. the time, and it's like, no, I love you. I'm sorry you feel that way. Like yeah. I'll respect you and use your pronouns and just come here and let me hug you and I know. you.
1: I know. We do take it for granted. Um, I know I do. Yeah. Without I'm a so. doubt. Um, I take for granted that I can. It's a privilege. It, for sure. Absolutely. And I can go into the women's bathroom and never be questioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that for granted. Um, right. Right. One thing that Luke got to do this summer was he got to go to a, um, it was called QT Skate Camp, um, Q Queer and Trans, um, and skateboarding. That's a great name, though, because it's just, like, cutie. Isn't it? I I love it. It was genius. I was (laughs) like, oh, my gosh, whoever did this? Good work. Um, So he attended that in Seattle, and it was a week, and um, all the children who were at the camp were um, transgender or queer. Mm -hmm. And so he was with a group of people who – understood his experiences Mm -hmm. um there was no anxiety over using the bathroom um where whereas you know at school there is anxiety for him yeah um he he can't use a urinal and so he has to go in the stall and that causes anxiety Mm -hmm. for him um it's just stupid little things that i think are stupid and little they're not right um and like i said it's you know me taking that for granted but um at this cutie QT, qt skate camp um he was with his little community of of people who um who understood what he was going through um who were incredibly respectful and Mm. loving and accepting and non-judgmental. It was, it was amazing to watch. Awesome. (laughs) It was really incredible.
0: I love that there's camps like that. I know me too. Like 20 years ago, there wasn't
1: no, there was no no such thing. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and trans individuals have been a thing since
1: individuals have been a thing. Yes. We just didn't know. Yes. Exactly. We didn't have that knowledge. Yeah. So it was, um, like I said, it was incredible experience for, I mean, I selfishly loved the experience for myself. <laughs> it, was, it was great. And um, and he asks all the time, is there going to be another cutie skate camp? And I said, I hope so. There <laughs> better be. Yeah. I
0: think the bathroom thing is definitely taken for granted, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, even saying gender neutral. Like, mm-hmm. you can't see me, but I'm doing little air quotes. But um, gender neutral bathrooms that literally have a pink side and a blue side. And it's like, you're not you're not even trying. Yeah. You're missing <laughs> the, it. You're, yeah. you're like, tr- you're, you're kind of trying, but you're completely missing the mark. Mm-hmm. And it's, I've thought about that a little bit because I've had, I had a lot of guy friends growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember at LHS, them talking about like the urinals specifically and how they, a couple people just didn't like using them because mm-hmm. the way they were shaped, like literally splashed people.
1: That's as, disgusting. Right? That's
0: nasty. And no. also, like, First off, using we, the bathroom in front of a bunch of people is to right. like, Why is that to be expected?
1: Anyway. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine.
0: No. Like, what? I don't want to stare at somebody or, or stare at the wall while I'm peeing. Right? Awkward. And just know that there are two people right next to me, like, I can bump shoulders with them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, why is that a thing? And But I remember them talking about how they would go to the stall and just use that mm-hmm. and get made fun of for that. It's like, why? Right. Why, like, boys should be able to pee in private, too?
1: Right. Like, literally
0: everybody should be able to do that. Yes.
1: Yeah. And that um, that was a hard thing when we lived here. That was a hard thing for the schools to grasp, mm-hmm. um, the whole bathroom thing. Well, right. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, is, he, is Luke going to use the girls' bathroom or the boys' bathroom? Well, obviously the boys'. Why would right. he use the girls' bathroom? You know, that would be weird. Um, well, no. um I don't know that he could do that. We'll let him use the nurse's bathroom. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not what he wants. And so that was a hard, that was an issue that is really, really hard Mm -hmm. for people to wrap their brains around. I remember that being an issue at CHS too. Really?
0: Yeah. Um, A friend I have in high school, he was describing to me recently that um, at CHS, he had, he's trans. He had to be like an advocate for himself because they wanted this whole discussion like with the principal at the time and everything was you need to use this specific bathroom in this like empty changing yes. room basically. And it's right. like I, I'm pretty sure he found out that that's actually not legal. It's illegal. yes yeah. it is
1: And so he brought that up illegal. and then
0: like they they shut up but it like that's, that's it that's was months of trying to figure that out and almost getting an attorney mm-hmm. and all of these things to like be able to use any bathroom be able to use the men's bathroom. And it's, I, I don't know, it's its ridiculous. It is. I couldn't imagine being in that situation. Actually. I can't.
1: Just either. <laughs> right. Mean, just being
0: anxious going to the bathroom because people aren't going to like that you're using that
1: bathroom. Right. And um, the number of kids, of uh, transgender kids who end up developing issues mm-hmm. uh, because they've held it in all day. I mean, oh, that's a real yeah. thing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's, yeah. It's not healthy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that can be an issue for transgender children.
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's I hadn't uh... either
1: until learning all of this. Right. Just like the layers Oof. of. Oof. Oof. Yeah. And, um, another thing is suicide rates, mm-hmm. um, for transgender individuals is sky high. Um, and it's heartbreaking. It's, it's horrible, especially for, um, trans women of color. Yeah. Um, they're very disproportionately affected. Yes. And so um, that is one thing that um, that we've tried in, in our house to um, get Luke to recognize also that within your community, mm-hmm. you also have privilege. and Right. And here... Because, like, I
0: know I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in an accepting home. Like, I've been able to come out as pan with no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm even... Like, I'm in a heterosexual relationship, so I'm not even, like, out there uh-huh. very much. So, like... I mean, there, there's just weird, different levels of privilege mm-hmm. in all of
1: those categories. Yeah, and um, so just having that, having, letting people be aware of those horrible, awful statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, this is life for a lot of people. Yeah, um, and don't just close your eyes to it. It's, it's happening. Um, one thing I, I tell people is that, um, if you know me, then you, then you know a transgender person, you know, Luke. Mm -hmm. Um, so to say that it doesn't affect you or that these issues don't affect you is, is wrong because, um, you, you know, someone who it's directly affecting, Mm -hmm. um, it's affecting you in some way.
0: Absolutely. my, I, most people probably do know a trans individual Mm -hmm. or a non-binary individual they just may not know it. Right. You know? Yep. It's, it's ridiculous. And with suicide rates too, it's, it's a huge societal factor that plays into those. It's not, you know, because an individual is trans, it's because of the society we live in. Yes. And when more people are able to realize that, I think, and actually absorb that information and understand it, probably the better off we'll be. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, these things are actually affecting people's lives, <laughs> right? And their their want and like ability to live. Mm-hmm. We need to change these things. Yeah, it's
1: it's heartbreaking to think that mm-hmm. it, it is. Um, one thing that Luke has absolutely grabbed onto and loved is pride month. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's fun. It's, so much it's fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, rainbows everywhere. Um, you get a dress up, people you get dancing to- everywhere, totally. like having a blast. Oh yeah. And, um, in Portland, and I think this is true for um, most major cities. Um, in addition to, uh, um, pride parade, there's uh, transgender If it's not a parade, it's a march or some events that are um, specifically for transgender individuals. Um, He looks forward to that. I mean, it's only been a couple of years, but the excitement that he Mm -hmm. has for it is... I mean, I wish I could take him to every single pride <laughs> right. event in the country, in the world. Um, that would be a jam-packed schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. Might be worth it though.
0: Um, Just travel
1: expenses. Yeah, <laughs> well, whatever. Um, but uh, so he walked in the trans march. Um, last year in Portland and a photographer, um, took his picture mm-hmm. and, um, that's okay. You know, he doesn't mind. He's very, very proud of who he is. Um, he never, I don't think it's ever occurred to him to, to hide who he is. Right. Um, so he's very open about being transgender and, um, he's proud of that. So, um, people taking pictures was not a big deal. Um, several months later, I had an acquaintance. Um, send me a message on Instagram saying, Hey, I think this is your son Mm -hmm. and sent me a link to um, a video that was produced by an alt-right group um, about how um, parents are um, like basically abusing their children if they allow them to be transgender. It had been viewed millions and millions and millions of times. Um, Of course. And my son, you know, little Luke was front and center of this video and it was that was something we hadn't experienced yet. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge blow. That's awful. Yeah. It was scary and it was sick. Yeah. Because and... that, like, could potentially put a target on your back. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's a picture of him being so proud and wearing his blue and pink and white flag. Right. And his face was painted. What about that picture screams abuse? <laughs> right. Like, right. what? A, a really, really happy boy? Right. I know. Um, And having to explain to him that... um. I didn't want him to not know about it, right? And so I said, "Hey, I just wanted to, you know, let you know that um, there's a, a hate group that used your picture, and people are saying that um, it's not okay to be trans." And mm-hmm. um, and he just he didn't get it. It's like, why? Well, I don't. He doesn't understand right what the issue is. Um, so that was a really that was I think one of the most challenging times that I've had lately is oh, that awful. video and seeing how many millions of people viewed that video Mm -hmm. was heartbreaking to me that his face would be used in such disgusting.
0: Was there anything you could do about that?
1: Um, Or did
0: that fall under fair use?
1: Yeah, it was um, because it was in a public place Mm -hmm. um, during a public event. Um, freedom of speech. yeah, Uh, And so, um, there wasn't much we could do. We did, uh, we were able to get it taken down from Instagram Mm -hmm. and it had been used by, um, I think four or five different, um, alt-right groups. Um, I don't know if they all have like some big website that they all go grab their (laughs) gross stuff from, but, um, but different groups had used the exact same video and we were able to get them taken down. But, um, we were in touch um, with a lawyer from the, um, I'm going to forget the name of it, um, National Center for Lesbian Rights, maybe mm-hmm. is what it's called. Um, something something like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe I forgot. But, um, and he, the attorney there basically said the same thing. Like, it would be really hard and expensive to fight this. Yeah. Um, so it was... It was really hard for me to just let go because I don't let things go. Yeah, no, (laughs) I I would be burning with fury. Oh my gosh, it's like one of my biggest character flaws is that I just don't can't let things go, Mm -hmm. right? And so um, it was super hard for me to just let it go and um and not make try to make everything right. Um, but Mm -hmm. but we did have to, and eventually it it blows over, and you know, and it people forget about the video, yes, but still knowing that it's there is just like a knife, yeah, right in my heart. You know, like oh. Poor, That's sickening. Poor baby. Yeah.
0: Well, and I, that just, I feel like that screams, like, what kind of morals and ethics those groups have. Absolutely. You know? You're yeah. using a picture of a little kid without, like,
1: any sort of permission whatsoever. I mean, even just ethically, morally, mm-hmm. like, forget about the laws. Right. <laughs> just, like, be a good person. You right.
0: Know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, you know, even with this, I'm not going to take a picture of any guest I have without their explicit uh-huh. permission. I'm right. not going to post anything without their permission. If they don't want something on the podcast, all they have to do is tell me. Like, that's all you have to do. Yeah. It's not difficult to be a good person. It's really not. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that makes me so mad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I had to go through Thank that you. Awful.
1: Was, yeah. But, you said we got through it. <laughs> and good job.
0: Yep. High five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well... We have talked about a lot of things today. Yeah, we have. That's like we dove we dove pretty deep. Um, but before we sign off. I just want to remind everybody that the fundraiser is still up, isn't it? It is. Okay.
1: So the transactive fundraiser is still yes. up. And the more money that's given to that just means more uh, books can be purchased. Which is like the greatest idea in yeah. the world. I'm not keeping it. any of this money. Like mm-hmm. it's not going into my pocket. I want that to be very clear to people. <laughs> right. That <laughs> um, it will all go towards materials. Um, so yeah. Please. I just love
0: the idea of buying like books for, for giveaways. but. That- that makes my my little reading, like bookworm heart so happy. Yep. <laughs> um, so, all you have to do is you can go to GoFundMe and you can search bring transactive educators to the LCV. Um, it's not hard to find, it's the only one with that name. So, <laughs> okay. it's like the first one you click on. I tested it, I swear. You can also <laughs> go to transactivegendercenter.org for more information on transactive. But again, the workshop is at two o'clock on april 13th at the ywca in lewiston free to attend perfect do you
1: just like walk straight in and tell them what you're doing or yeah i I think we're the only group using that okay day and so it should be pretty straightforward walk in if you want to bring a notebook and pencil and write some stuff down totally do it um come in sweats if you want just oh, yeah. come as you are. Make a and, pajama party. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it super comfy. Yeah. So please, but please come. It. Um. The more people know, then the better people do, and I think that it's, um, it's a really important thing for this beautiful little valley to have.
0: I think it's necessary. I do too. Like, I, and I'm just really happy to see all of the support.
1: Me too. Um, Thank you to everyone who's donated. I mean, even the people who have given five dollars have been just as important as the people giving one hundred dollars. Right. It's, I. Appreciate it all adds every up. Every single penny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just perfect. Um, So, Mind Your Cues podcast has, like, we have Instagram. We have a Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Mind Your Cues. Um, if you like, you can go look at it and just tell me what you think, because... I don't know. My so like my best friend is like my only Patreon supporter right now and it makes me so (laughs) handy. I I just love it though, because I'll post stuff and I'm like, Bree's gonna think this is hilarious. Patreon's amazing. Yeah, I I love it. I I have to get better at using it more Mm -hmm. and posting more stuff, but it's it's really fun to use. And And I support a couple of people. Such a good platform. Right. To Yeah. It's it's a great platform for like any artist or Mm -hmm. any, you know a lot of podcasters use it a lot of artists that I know use it um I actually found oh goodness Ellie Smallwood is an artist that I follow and I think she's on the LGBTQ community I have no idea but I love her art so Uh I started following her and then I started seeing like more um lesbian related artwork and I was like I think I found the perfect artist um I want her things okay
1: on that thread Mm -hmm. um my friend, uh, Veronica Casson. Mm-hmm. um, she is a transgender woman who is an artist. Oh, cool. And she, um, has a Patreon, Salt, I think it's Salt and Fog, um, Okay. because she's from the Bay Area, um, Salt and Fog. Um, and she is doing a comic book about her experience, um, that is so cool growing oh up. Oh my god, okay, I'll link her in the description do, because she's, And awesome. she is a beautiful, beautiful woman. So, um... So you should, even if you don't become a, a patron, just um, following her on Instagram, mm-hmm. It's her story is amazing and her artwork is incredible. I, I want to find and, like, gather just a list
0: of LGBT artists yeah. and, like authors and all of those things. So I love hearing about it. Because I feel like it's hard to search those things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, because you like you you have to wade through everything and like try and find an artist that works for you because right. that's that's also part of it. Right. Um so I just want to gather like a huge list of Yeah, I'll them. help you. She's yeah. Sweet.
1: <laughs> Is there anything else you want to plug? I don't think so. Thank you for right. having me on. Um thank you for dedicating a podcast to this. I Absolutely. really appreciate it.
0: I well I loved having you here. And I'm glad we got to, to talk while you were in town.
1: I know, me too. It, it worked, worked out. <laughs> <funny.
0: laughs> Alright, so keep learning and we will see you guys, hear you guys next time. I don't know. Leave any comments, send us an email. Everyone knows where to find us. We're on SoundCloud now, which is cool. Uh well, sorry, we're on Spotify now, which is cool. We are always on SoundCloud. And we're also on iTunes. So Spotify yeah cool. it's, a, it's like a growing podcast platform now really? which is crazy I yeah know. I, have that. I have a couple of my friends have theirs uh like the time spent poorly network has their whole podcast stuff on there and then cool. i looked into it more and i'm like they're smart so i'm gonna follow
1: suit yeah <laughs> so yeah cool. you can follow
0: you can follow podcasts on there thank you guys